Hello and welcome to Talk Motivation with your host, Elvis Eckhart, former pro athlete turned business owner, motivating you to achieve personal growth, form new habits, and find happiness in your career and life. Without further ado, let's jump right into today's episode. Hello everybody, Elvis Eckert here, your host of Talk Motivation. So glad you joined us on this week's show. Make sure to visit our website www.elvis-eckert.com podcast where you can subscribe to the show on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts and other sources so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would be appreciated too. This week's topic on the podcast, the bias we have about destiny. Before I jump into it, I'm aware that I'm diving into deep waters with this topic and that some of you might even disagree with some of the stuff. Well, maybe even all of it, but hear me out and open-mindedly listen to the episode. I really had fun recording the episode and the thought train which came along with it. Just FYI, I'm recording this episode out of my home office, which is basically our winter garden. If you hear loud noises around it, it's most likely the pigeons attacking the glass roof. Here they are. I am not sure how you feel about it, but I'm really, really tired of hearing people going on about how they were meant for something and about how something was meant to be for them. As soon as I hear somebody saying that, questions just keep popping up in my head. Meant by who or what and when and why? Is everyone and everything meant for something or is it only certain situations? Are the resulting actions also meant for something? And what about the resulting consequences of those actions? I mean, how many couples head over heels in love with each other would say they're meant for each other? How many times have you heard someone say this about their current infatuation? Hell, maybe you've even been in a relationship like that yourself. And then a couple of years later, you break up after months of deteriorating sex and bickering over mundane problems. Oops. Don't get me wrong, I love my wife Kate to bits, but I wouldn't say it was love at first sight. It just seems it's one of those sayings that doesn't hold up to the simplest of scrutiny or logic. The next time someone talks about someone being meant for something, just try doing some basic reason questioning. They're not going to be able to provide satisfactory answers, I can promise you that. Why do we still seem to entertain the notion that anyone or anything can somehow be meant for something? Well, I don't really know. But I'm fairly certain the answer has a couple of components to it. Let me try and break them down a little bit for you here. The first part is that it's just basically one of those things that people say without giving it any thought. Some of those sayings just permeate our language, don't they? I mean, come on, we're not being literal when we tell someone to get banned either, right? The second part is that for thousands of years, our ancestors have believed in magic and the idea of an omnipotent creator of everything often one who made a divine plan for us, simply because, well, they didn't know any better, really. And the third and final part is that it's a deceitfully easy way of looking at the world because ultimately it supports the idea that we're not in charge of our lives and that we don't have any responsibility for our actions. While there are interesting aspects to all the three points, I would say that we can potentially 
learn the most from the last one. It basically tells us about how we tend to shun responsibility even in the tiniest of ways. People tend to say, but that's not what I meant at all. No, of course not, Karen. But from a purely semantic standpoint, it's actually pretty much what you're getting at, even if it's unintentionally. Sit down. People also keep saying, but God gave us free will. Sure, and Apollo could predict the future, Thor had a magic hammer, and Noah was 950 years old when he died. Look, if something is predestined for anything beyond the scope of human will and control, it is, by definition, not subject to our human influence. However, if we act towards it, it becomes futile and meaningless. All considerations about the source of destiny aside, if everything is destiny, it means we are not in charge of our lives. If we acknowledge that there is no meaning but what we make the things out to be when we make a decision, we have to take a stand and choose a path for ourselves. And then, of course, we need to do it and take massive action. We need to realize that there's no sensible reason to believe that anything beyond our own inherent human traits and nature somehow destines anyone for anything. We need to realize that we have the ability to be proactive and creative in building our lives, that challenges can always be overcome and that we need to settle for anything or take anything for granted. And that very insight, my friends, is true liberation. You are listening to Talk Motivation, the podcast where you get your weekly dose of motivation. Now back to your host, Elvis Eckhart. Let's jump into part two of this episode. In part one, I argued that the entire concept of destiny is not only outdated, but can be potentially dangerous. It can be dangerous because it ultimately takes away more or less of our personal responsibility. There's a huge connection between no confidence and having someone of an obsession with the idea that there are numerous powers beyond our control. And ultimately, that life is something that happens to us rather than something we create ourselves. However, I've also seen the exact opposite attitude towards and corresponding belief. Not only having done research into confidence and self-development for the past couple of years, but also being an entrepreneur and owning a company, I'm highly aware of the vast amounts of self-development in the world of entrepreneurship. Hell, if you're an entrepreneur, you can't not cultivate confidence and self-development. There's not one single successful business person out there who has low confidence and or self-esteem. But here's the funny thing. Considering what I just said, we could then very well expect entrepreneurs to think the exact opposite of people without confidence. What I found is that there's a clear tendency amongst entrepreneurs to talk about destiny, or maybe more accurately, about how something is meant to happen or meant to be. The difference, of course, is that people with higher confidence often see these alleged instances of destiny as favorable rather than detrimental towards them, and to take considerably 
more action towards their goals rather than let themselves be overwhelmed and paralyzed. However, it's the exact same idea of destiny at play. And no matter how high or low the person's confident might be, the idea is nothing but superstitious bullshit. There's a perfectly good theory surrounding how we consider our internal forces versus the world's external forces in our lives. It's called the theory of the locus of control. Look it up, it's a real thing. I haven't made that up. The locus of control basically says that we can attribute autonomous control in a certain degree towards both external circumstances and towards internal abilities. Let me say that again. The locus of control basically says that we can attribute autonomous control in a certain degree towards both external circumstances and towards internal abilities. Now, you tell me, why then would we even need to talk about destiny? In the first part of this episode, I pointed towards pre-scientific outdated ideas of higher powers and towards how the idea of destiny has simply become ingrained in our common sayings. The problem with sayings like there's a reason for everything is that they are essentially not saying anything. Because the very word reason is ambiguous. Tell me, to what extent does any instance of this alleged reason exist to something internal or external? And how would anyone go about demonstrating this? I mean, there's no manual other than what you or me might choose to believe. Listen, shit happens. It's what we choose to take away from it, or indeed not to, that gives our stuff its meaning. Where was all the alleged meaning one billion years ago? Take away humankind from the earth and show me what meaning is. Nothing has any intrinsic meaning apart from what we apply to it. And whatever meaning we do apply speaks volumes of who you are and who I am. But wait a minute, if entrepreneurs tend to believe that things happen for them, isn't that simply a convenient belief that I could just totally adapt to become successful? Well, probably couldn't hurt, but that doesn't mean that things do happen for you. It's all a matter of how we see the possibilities for growth and learning around us. And between you and me, you don't need to believe in destiny to do that. Just raise your awareness, confidence will follow. William Shakespeare famously said, it is not in the stars to hold our destiny, but in ourselves. Thanks for listening to Talk Motivation. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please share the love and let your network know about it. Don't want to miss any episode in the future? Go to iTunes, search for Talk Motivation and hit that subscribe button. Feel free to also connect with me on LinkedIn and we can take the conversation there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Talk Motivation with your host, Elvis Eckhart. To listen to this episode again and to find previous episodes, search Talk Motivation on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Sayonara, muchachos.